Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Mike Sauter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike Sauter. Oh, man, you're going to put me on the spot. Mike, Mike Sauter. Kicking off hour number three here on Hurt at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln for our third hour. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. And joining us now is our guy Mike Sauter, our chief basketball correspondent here sure. at... Uh, <laughs> I, I think he's senior on his uh, whatever I, I like Twitter chief I did not come up with. I, I like, feel like when you say chief, it has to be followed up with meteorologist. The boss came <laughs> the, up with the, that. The meteorologist. Uh, he is our, oh, excuse me, senior basketball analyst there it is. for Herd at Sports. Oh Obviously, How do you feel being called senior? I Old. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I, by the way, I am the oldest person of our uh, team of sports people at Herdat Sports. It's true. I'm how do you, very much so the. How do you like being very the dad much of so the sports department? Well, I don't act like the dad. No, you definitely time, act like so. the, the teenager. But <laughs> yeah, that's okay. He's the rebellious nineteen-year-old. Like I think is how. I don't know. I don't know if he's nineteen yet. <laughs> I just like to have he's a good like time. He's more like thirteen. Opened up a gift on Christmas, didn't like it, and then told everybody that he didn't like it and re-gifted <laughs> it to somebody else on the team. That's he's, Mike's. Sutter. I would totally do that. He's um, here for a good time, not a long time. I, uh, I, no, I hope he's here for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, today he's not here for a long time. He's got to get to Milwaukee. No, yeah, I'm out of here. Right, I, I normally, you know, try and stay, stay for, for the, the hour, whole hour, yeah. but today I gotta, I gotta hit the road, Jack. Um, That's a song, by yeah, the way. Uh, yeah, really does it follow with like "No More"? No More. That's yeah. right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, see, yeah. Sometimes I know things. Going deep. In I don't the know what Chernobyl is. For, but <laughs> that's all right. You did. That is unbelievable. <laughs> No, I'm actually going to defend Andrew. You know what, man? Like, I'll own that. I'll own that it was unbelievable. I'm going to defend Andrew here because uh, two things. I don't think I learned about it in school. Like, I don't think they taught us about Chernobyl. And at your age, I don't did, know. Did they teach you about it? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, I'm going on 20 years like, now outside of school, so it's been a minute. We were talking in the office the other day, and I said, hey, I graduated high school in 
And they're like, I wasn't born yet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Did you graduate in 2000s? Like no. Like early 2000s or before? No, before that. <laughs> Can I hear the date? No. <laughs> Can I guess? No. <laughs> 93. No. No, I'm not that old. I think he's, I think. Late 90, 90s. How about 98. Okay. 98 is it. Nailed. I was born before that. Yeah. Barely. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I was. <laughs> I am not a millennial. How about that? So. Ooh, okay. You're a Gen Xer. Yeah. So am I considered Gen just, Z just in barely. 97? I think so, yeah. Or am I You were born in 97? Uh-huh. Holy. Am I back-end millennial? I think you're, I think you're a Gen Z-er. Yeah, you I'd have to look. 1997. Um, I will Gen say, I'll Z. give, because at his age, and I don't think we learned about it in school, I don't know why Dang he it. would know what Chernobyl is, but- it is kind of, I don't know. It's like just a known thing, right? Like people I, just know. I assumed that, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. People mm. people besides me don't talk about Chernobyl that much. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I here. know what it is. 1986 is when it took place. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, the year before it, I was It makes born, sense even. why you would know what it is because you were like was at an age like where you seven. would remember that, yeah. right? So, not really. I mean, I was no. seven. You don't really remember a lot from... He wasn't really, yeah. like, tuned in to Soviet Russia <laughs> yeah, energy like, problems. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't watching the Today, I would know. I would just kind of yeah, I don't attention. know. I guess the, the event just never made it. No, I, never no, made I it into it. my brain. I, when I thought about it, I, I kind of understood. I was like, oh, I guess it, it would kind of. I was actually more surprised that other people your age in our company knew what it was. Yeah, right. Like, that's what I have to say to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> These are no people idea. at our company There's that no are idea. just saying it so that They're they don't lying. have to get roasted. Like, they didn't know. They're We're lying. Like, Maybe out. a few people We're knew. We're out. Brandon Tiedemann, you yeah, didn't know. He didn't know. You didn't know. <laughs> like, he looked it up and then was like, yeah, yeah, I know he what it know. is. Either that or I have met a couple people that thought the Chernobyl miniseries was fictional. Like, I get it was dramatized, right? But they thought it was just mm. a thing that somebody made up, not like... Maybe maybe it was in a TV show or something that I missed uh, where somebody made reference to it. Like, I could see, like, The Simpsons doing something oh, yeah. with Chernobyl. Yeah, especially with, since the, uh, Homer worked at the nuclear plant right. and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and maybe... Yeah, they I definitely bet. made Three Mile Island jokes in The Simpsons, and I don't know if... Uh, do you know what Three Mile Island is? Three Mile. There was a nuclear meltdown in the U.S. See, on Three Mile Island. Maybe I just don't know anything about nuclear stuff. You need to learn more. Go I know about the <laughs> missiles. <laughs> Go watch Oppenheimer. Love that movie. Uh, anyway, we're going to talk about basketball yeah, with Mike Sauter I know Sauter what the here. Green Mile is. Uh, Michael oh, Clark wow. Duncan, R.I.P. Pour one out to my guy. Um, Never seen it. That's pretty really? Good, pretty good movie. I yeah. don't watch movies. Well, you do watch basketball. Too. I did sometimes. You do watch basket. You watch kids' movies because you got kids, right? Yes. Uh, Trolls is the hot one right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought, I thought you were uh-huh. calling your watched, kids trolls. I watched. Uh, yeah, I, I watched Trolls like at it. least once over the holiday break. <laughs> I thought you. Were, I really <laughs> thought you were calling your kids trolls. They kind of can be. <laughs> my seven-year-old's getting a little. Witty. Is it like a Gremlins thing? You don't feed them after midnight. Like my, gotta, my seven-year-old's getting witty with the comebacks. The, you better watch out. I mean, she's she's, she's got a little mic on. Oh, oh yeah, man, she's your kid. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you gotta watch For out. Sure. This is a what goes around comes around situation. Yeah, I think not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. <laughs> we we are gonna talk about Kay. basketball here. Uh, let's start with the Metro Holiday Tournament. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to Nebraska basketball here in just a minute. Uh, but Metro Holiday Tournament on the boys' side, you had Bellevue West. Yep. Dominant. Yeah. It, yeah. Pretty much. I mean, what? Eighteen thing. points was the smallest margin. Am I right? Yeah. There? Yeah. They're. Uh, I mean, that's that's dominant, right? Yeah, it's pretty dominant. Uh, Jaden Jackson was outstanding in the whole, when I say the, the whole tournament. Robbie Garcia, though, 
he is playing extremely well. Uh, ever since they won against Totino Grace mm-hmm. in Minneapolis, he is really playing well. So, um, yeah, it's uh, they're good. Eldon Turner's also playing well. He he was he was playing through some illness uh, in the semifinals and the finals. So he, uh, yeah, he he. But they they won. I mean, they're Stephen Polachek is just so cashing threes. I mean, they're they had pretty a, good. They had a, a really big win against a really good West Side team. Um, yeah. In what that was the semis, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they how big is right now? Because Miller North had been number one before. Mm-hmm. Miller North beat them earlier in the yeah, season. That's their one loss. Um, how? They got smacked, though. I would say they got smoked by Miller North. Right? Or, yeah, no, I'm but, saying Miller North got smacked by yes, Central. Yes, yeah. in the in at Metro. Yeah. How big do you think the gap is right now between Bellevue West and everyone else, or is it just hey, certain teams are playing hot at different times? Yeah, we don't really have a high. I wouldn't say the gap's big. I just this, they're playing the best right now. Yeah, they're playing the best right now. I would say they're the most complete team. Right? Okay, like they're just their roster. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually have two bigs that you can throw out. I mean, you count Robbie, I guess, is a big, but he can step out, hit threes. He's, had, I mean, he was eight for eight <laughs> in, in the quarterfinal game. That's incredible. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Um, so they have the most complete team. They have, you know. For my money, the best player in the senior class and Jaden Jackson right. uh, in the whole state. I've said that for, I don't know, a year now probably or more. At least, yeah. Um, and I, I think he uh, he's becoming a little more efficient too, which is great. And he's handling the ball a little bit. He had an in-and-out dribble that was like a step-back three. Dude, like, blew by him. It was awesome. Um, so he's playing well. I will tell you, the team that is really – playing well central almost central had a really nice run they did um you know smacked miller north uh delron delron thomas has played had an awesome tournament kind of hey i'm the guy right and for them he transferred from omaha north this year and he was the piece that they needed they needed an, an upgrade at point guard he clearly is mm-hmm. um they central is just a very well coached team and uh, they play tonight. Miller North and Central rematch tonight. Less than a week later, right? So yeah, that's an um, that's interesting timing on that one. Yeah, it's just that's. I just, know it's just the, how the yeah, yeah, yeah I don't how the schedule was. But set it, up, I mean, but. it's just interesting from a matchup standpoint yeah. to see if Miller North is able to bounce back or if that was it's more at of Miller a, North. Yeah, I, I think it was just kind of a, one of those things. No one was going undefeated this year or yeah. even close. Yeah. So um, I, I think it's just kind of one of those deals. They. Um, Central's so well coached. It, it is a stereotypical Chubbuck coach, coach team. Yeah. Where it's just athletes, football player guys, tough kids, you know, all of that. And then you have this lead guard that mm-hmm. can score for you and hit shots. And then you have another guard, DJ Sterling, who's capable of doing some stuff. And then um, Devin Holman's a, a nice player. It, it, it really reminds you a lot of what Omaha South was really good with, with Chubbuck Sr., who's mm-hmm. now helping his son at Central. So, um, yeah, I also, you know, Miller North, like Neil Mosser is never going to, like, not make a field goal again in a game, which <laughs> yeah. happened. I think that's fair, yeah. That I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, kind yeah. Of an outlier maybe for Miller North. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one, again, one of those where, like, they were going to. I also wonder, I know, 
I will tell you, can I interrupt yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. The, the hottest team right now is Lincoln Southeast. Okay. Lincoln Southeast is on a tear. Yeah. Like, they've beat, they've won, five, they started two and three mm-hmm. to start the year. They've won five, six in a row, something like that. And, or, sorry, five in a row. They won the hack tournament, and they beat, of those five wins, is four teams ranked in our coaches pool. That's impressive. Wow. Beat Westside, uh, beat South, beat Pius, I believe, in that run. Uh, Southwest in that run. North Star they beat is a good team. Uh, full throat in North Star with yeah. everybody back. Yeah. So Southeast is killing it right now. So, Taymor's having a really good year for them, but Mike Nagoy came over from Parkview Christian, and he has yeah. been another ball handler guy for them. And Jake Hinkleman has been a stud for Southeast right so, now. So before that, that winning stretch happened, is that a team that you were keeping – yeah, they weren't in the conversation as the best team in Lincoln. No, they so, weren't. So that's kind of what I was going to ask. Is at what point this season, let's, let's just take Southeast, for example, did you look at what they were doing and say, man, I have a weird feeling this team's going to be special? Like, did you uh, ever think that, or do you no. think that now? No, I, th- I think now I do. Um, they, they play Southwest tonight uh, at Southeast. I, I, d- I never thought that. I um, I thought, and I think other people, you know, that follow this stuff thought that Pius or Southwest was going to be the best team in Lincoln. And uh, right now it's Southeast uh, as far as, you know, just the run they're on. Is that sustainable? Yeah, I think they got a good team. Joey Warning, their coach, does a really nice job. Their staff does a good job. Um, I, I think I like their pieces. I think they're pretty level, right? There's no ups and downs with them as far as the kids on their roster. Uh, they don't get them too emotional, too high, too low, pretty steady. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'd like that. And they have – Dan Gee's another guy. Like, they're four – they have four really solid players. So, um, which is good, right? That's, that's, you know, normally to win Class A, you just need three. Um, and to win Class B and C, you need two and – anything in D you just need a guy so (laughs) (laughs) need a dude yeah need a dude um so I you know I I I think they have a solid team I this game tonight it'll be packed in there I was last time I was southwest southeast game it was two three years ago uh they were uh, it was I mean the gym was full and both student sections to the top have you ever been to southeast like mm-hmm. the, it's yeah. big oh, right yeah. it's really big so i mean I both to go both student sections just there. went like all the way to the top i mean it's huge it was packed so that environment will be pretty special tonight i think uh in lincoln but i just wanted to make sure that i mentioned southeast cuz they're rolling okay so uh, right before we'll get to nebraska basketball yeah. after this um you were talking about complementary pieces a little bit for mm-hmm. teams and so instead of – because I feel like I, I've asked you before, like, who you think is kind of like uh, the most valuable player just overall in the state. Who would you say is just one player, go- boys and girls? So think about both sides for me. That's most valuable to their team. So uh, not like it looked at as most valuable player like all around. a star, around. but yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Well, a glue, a glue person. Yeah, a, a little glue. bit. Well, I would say Nia Jones – uh, on the girls' side for Central is clearly the most important play. She's their best player. She's committed to Bradley or signed with Bradley. She's going there. I would say she is easily the most important piece for Central. Doesn't come close to making the the Metro final without her. Hmm. Another girl, Kennedy Williams at Southwest, is another one that is 
vital. Um, and they won the hack tournament because she hit a, a deep three on at the buzzer against Pi. I mean, she just does everything. And that's like a game or two after she made seven threes in a game. So she's just super important. On the boys' side, um, for Central, it's it's Delron Thomas. He's huge. Like if he was out of the lineup, missed some time, a game or two or three or whatever. That which, would really impact that, that them. That would really impact them. Everyone else is kind of – uh you know has a would find a way right um so to, without without guys i i think that's very imp- i think those are kind of the 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 people no, the i like pieces. that yeah. uh real quick before we move on to Sorry. nebraska basketball uh you mentioned a couple of the marquee games this weekend mm-hmm. uh you mentioned miller north and central you mentioned southeast and southwest any other ones that uh, people should be aware of if they want to get yeah class B girls tomorrow is Scott and uh, Elkhorn North at Elkhorn North that's on uh, at one o'clock at Elkhorn North so that's that is a two of the best teams two of the feel safe to say top maybe six teams in the state no matter class A or B or whatever it is uh, I think squarely without a question the preview of the girls class b state championship game <laughs> i don't think uh elcor north and scud are, are pretty good there's this little bit of a rivalry there and scud hasn't been able to get over the hump against them um so that's that's i think that's a huge game um yeah that's off the top of my head that's that's what i got without like digging too deep i didn't normally i'm a little more plain but i know that I'm, i was making this trip this weekend so i'll say me. yeah you speaking of uh big games and a trip that you're making uh we're with mike sauter here uh live at the Herdout sports bar and grill nebraska men's basketball going up to wisconsin mm-hmm. uh tomorrow they play i think exactly at the same time basically as yeah. creighton and providence um but this is a top 25 Wisconsin team on the road. Nebraska coming off of a very good win against Indiana in a pretty crucial stretch of their schedule here Yeah, where they've got not only some opportunities to rack up some wins in terms of early on in the Big Ten, Ten schedule, but get maybe a couple quality wins against teams like Wisconsin as well. How are you viewing the way Nebraska's playing right now as they go into the stretch of at Wisconsin and then Purdue at home? Is it this is this is the struggle, right? Like, I think Nebraska's probably pretty good. I agree. Like, I don't think that's a hot take. No, I know, but they beat Indiana, and the talk is well, oh, Indiana's Indiana's well, Indiana's not good. I mean, there were twelve. Well, there were ten and three coming into that game. Indiana was. Yeah, but some right. ten and three teams are a little I, overblown. Well, I get that. Yeah, but people would say that about Nebraska based off their schedule uh, or yeah. who they played. I just maybe. I don't know. You that, know what I'm saying though? Maybe. I don't know that so. Indiana and Nebraska were entirely different teams coming into that game. Right. And then the narrative changed pretty quickly after Nebraska did what they did. I mean, Indiana did look all out of sorts though. Yeah, they for didn't sure. look good. They didn't look um, and why? Because of that Nebraska defense. Yeah, they played Nebraska played really well. They I mean did. Case, he also there was a time in the late, like not late, but I guess mid about the eight minute mark that they just left Kase Tomonaga <laughs> at the top of the key. Like they just like don't do that. Ran away from him. Don't do that. And this was already after he was kind of on a heater. And I'm like, wow, that was not in the scouting report at all for sure, hundred percent. So I, you can't – if they get him going, I, I will say the guy, like the key for them 
obviously, I think Rick Mass, we talked about this. He is without question the most important player on the team. No question. Like, they don't. If he's out for a while they, or something, they need him. They're struggling. They, in order to win, they have to have him on mm-hmm. the court, which credit to him because he was laboring a little bit at the beginning of the game. Then I think as he got a little looser and get some sweat, that dude sweats a lot. <laughs> so, like, as he, as he kind of got going, I think he stepped it up pretty well and, and got a little more comfortable. But he is vital um, to their success. But I, Jamarcus Lawrence is a guy that – probably isn't getting as he doesn't score he isn't the leading scorer and all that stuff but he's settling things at the i won't call it point guard but uh lead ball handler primary ball handler. <laughs> yeah like yeah. lead guard spot it's not really is, a real point guard on yeah no yeah and that's fine because of the way they play and they get if they can get the effort stuff when josiah alec came to nebraska his role or their intention for him wasn't to score 12 to 15 points a game and get six rebounds. It was do what he did against Indiana. Mm-hmm. Didn't attempt a field goal, but he had a huge impact on the game. He didn't even attempt one. Yep. Huge impact on the game. Um, you know, rebounded everything, had a couple steals, was the first to the floor guy in a key situation Eight after rebounds, he tipped a ball. Three assists, two steals. Yeah, like that. That's a right? great, that's for what his role is, that's a great line. Get, it's four they need him to be four rebounds and uh or sorry, six rebounds, maybe four points. Uh yeah, six rebounds, four points, a block, and give me the five fouls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what they need from him. Yeah. And and effort plays and and just defend. So I think that's it. And Juwan Gary's obviously CJ Wilcher off the bench has been fantastic. Yeah. But right there, CJ Wilcher. Yeah. So John Rothstein tweeted this out last night. In the five game winning streak, thirteen point eight points per game, fifty percent from three point range, mm-hmm. and that he could be the Huskers version of Tyrus McGee, Tyrus McGee, who played Tyrus, for Hoiberg yeah. at at yeah. Iowa State. What do you think? Yeah, I mean. <sighs> I don't really. Uh, Rostin and I don't get along mentally <laughs> That's right. in my brain very much. But doesn't mean um, you can't agree with. with anytime one thing that you he says. just have, you know, a, you're like a bot um, with stuff. <laughs> it's a little hard for me. But um, I mean, it was good. Yeah. Hey, give him attention. CJ the other night was huge just because of the foul trouble that mm-hmm. they got in with Bryce and Juwan and stuff. He him coming in knocking down shots was. Uh, very much so what they needed. They need him to come in off the bench. If he can – and provide some sort of scoring punch. Yeah. He's been fantastic. He is so he is so mature. That's the thing. About, this team is really mature. Like the, the culture piece that mm-hmm. is thrown around a lot. And, you know, Fred and I talked about their culture and things in the offseason. If people haven't seen that, uh, you can go find it somewhere on the YouTubes or whatever. But – it, this group is very much so about one another, I feel like. Um, there's no me, me, me guys. and um, they're, they're, It feels like they're old. <laughs> they're not real old. I mean, frankly, they're just not. Um, but they're super mature. So they fit Fred's personality, I think. Um, you know, Bryce is doing well, too. The rotations kind of thinned up, but CJ is squarely the sixth man, and, and that's okay because I think he provides an important piece and energy off the bench and some scoring punch. We'll see tomorrow. I mean, Wisconsin's playing well. That would be a top 25 win on the road if Nebraska can huge. get it. That would be, be huge. an enormous win for They Nebraska. moved up in Kempom from yesterday to 49, I think, 48. Um, there were 53 yesterday. 
and then net ratings 52 i believe um without having it in front of me or notes but um that is pretty good like, Are they yeah. ranked if they beat Wisconsin? 49 yeah. in Ken Palm. I think so. Yeah, I mean, they'd almost have to be. They'd be 13-2 and two with a top 25 road win coming off yeah. into, the, into the ranking. I think they're close-ish right now. I they mean, should they're, be. They're yeah. right in the conversation. And then, you know, what happens – listen, Tuesday at 8 p.m. in Lincoln against Purdue is going to be lit. Oh, like yeah. that place. With the is, way they're playing right yeah, now, that place is oh, going to be on fire. Remember how they played against Creighton? Especially not very good. Right. The way they're playing they now, it's going to be. Uh, yeah. it's going to be tough. If for they Purdue. if they can go in to Wisconsin and beat them, uh, Tuesday is going to be wild in there. It will be anyway, because even if they go to Wisconsin yeah. and like, let's say they lose by five or something close. It's still gonna like Even okay. If they fumble right. it away and lose yeah. by twenty. The vault's gonna be bad. yeah. And it'll be crazy. <laughs> but if they're coming off of a win, it's gonna be a different. Oh level. The yeah. Energy level yeah. going. Look, the pressure ramps up now. Every single game, they keep winning the and winning and winning. Yeah, like yeah. How do they handle that? Is kind of that's something they're not familiar. The program's with. never been there. Really, they haven't. I mean, best start <laughs> like, since the '90s. We're talking the yeah. era. Yeah. That's Mike Sauter, our senior basketball analyst here at Herd at Sports. We appreciate you. Have a safe trip up to yeah, safe Wisconsin, travels, man. Yeah. Keep on trucking. Coming up next, we've got a little uh, – we're going to play a little game. Yep. Here on Hard Sports Radio.